Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore real life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world. Hi, welcome to Real Life Mentoring Podcast. This is Chris and Christina. We are jumping back into the six areas, specifically talking about the mental. Chris, why don't you remind us what the six areas are and why do we talk about it in the first place? When we talk about mentoring, it's, it is a, a holistic approach for right. us. Mm-hmm. And so we look at six areas. We are spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational, and professional. Or if you're working on your education, we'll slip in educational there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Each of these are important. They make up who we are and they all have an impact on one another. Right. And so often we'll refer to the six, the six areas. That's what we're talking about. And what we also like to say is we strive for balance in life. We want to help people. We ourselves want to maintain balance in life. And when one of these areas gets all the attention, then there's imbalance. So that's why we're talking about those. What about in everyday life situations? Again, today we're focusing in on the mental component of who you are. This is part two. We want to talk about specifically everyday life situations that maybe you've not considered that you're really focusing on the mental component of yourself. Or at least need to. Yeah, True. yeah, yeah, yeah. So an example would be you're at a family gathering and uh, this should be fun and meaning and meaningful and enjoyable but sometimes mentally we're we're struggling to stay engaged mm. some things are on our mind maybe a past stress something happened that morning past present whatever mm-hmm. and so we're not fully engaged that's good i also i think of a story i heard recently where um, somebody was going to a family event and in the past there has been stress and so pre family event she was really mentally struggling. I think that's a very good example as well, right? Uh, another example, and I've dealt with this as well, that I am paying too much attention to lies, which mm. I have believed about others, about myself, or maybe about my future. Mm. Or it, they, it could be truth as well. Mm-hmm. Something of a bad example or a difficult uh, situation I've been through, like say with a, a supervisor, I'm in a new job, let's say. Mm. Mentally, I could be referring back to that. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, it's like we want to be healthy in all areas. And so today we're talking about the mental. How do we stay mentally healthy? How do we stay engaged properly? Mm-hmm. How do we actually enjoy what goes on in our minds instead of being battled by it so much? Yeah. Are there any other examples there that you want to bring out before we talk about what do you do when those bad thoughts, when you really are struggling, how do you renew your mind? I don't know if this is an example. I will say that as a man and as I work with men for many years now in mentoring, men tend to hold a lot more inside of their heads than Mm. probably women do. Uh And um, being a man who's been married for almost 32 years, raising three daughters, growing up with three sisters, I have learned so much about how to get what's inside of my head out through my lips. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't stay so bogged up inside my head and caused me as much stress as it would have in the past. Well, and I think a lot of times nobody, we think nobody can see that we're struggling mentally. But if you know a person longer than a hot minute, you can tell, like I can tell if you're struggling, if we're at a situation, I can tell when there's a mental struggle. You can tell with me if I'm struggling with something and we think we're hiding it well and we're not, the best remedy is to talk about it. Get it out. And we're not always trying to hide it. No. We just can't discuss it at the moment. Right. 
But uh, at some point that when you're alone with that person you can trust, you say, okay, this is what was going through my mind earlier today. And you say, well, I can see the stress on your face. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's talk through it. And when we say mental, it doesn't mean that people are having mental breakdowns. It just means that in the, within the construct of our physical brain, the mechanics of that organ in our mind, there, there are some things that we struggle with from not feeling pretty to a past trigger that was traumatic. There's a wide variety of mental struggles that do not mean that you're ready to be <laughs> put in a hospital. I do want to interject this. We are not talking about this because there's there's too much on this topic to get into for this particular episode. Sure. But Dr. Caroline Leaf mm-hmm. is a neuroscientist, a specialist in the field of understanding the brain. And she clearly talks about, as other professionals do, there is a difference between the physical brain in our head, in our right. bodies, and our minds. Mm-hmm. Our minds are part of our souls. The mind does chemically impact the brain, though. Mm-hmm. So, But that's another topic. The brain but, chemically impacts the mind, right? Both. Both, okay. The mind... Again, we don't have time in this episode today, but as you dwell on a toxic oh, thought... Oh, I'm seeing. Yes, yes, yes. Dwell, then it does affect the brain. Science shows mm-hmm. it begins to, to build. I think they're called neural pathways. Okay, very and good. And in, 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 the mind can impact the physical brain. And we will reference that again, but it's Dr. Caroline Leaf. Yes. You can look her up. She has a wide variety of resources. So what do we do when we are struggling? Scripture refers to it as renewing your mind. And it's so interesting. I've been reading a book. Um, it's called Life Without Lack by Dallas Willard. And we're going to talk about what does it really look like to renew your mind, but There's a a portion in this book where he talks about the transforming power of ideas. And I've never thought about this. Chris, maybe you can interject something. But he says, thoughts are where we make our first movement toward God. And the problem is there's a lot of false thoughts about God. And what we have to do is when we develop our thought life, then we have to replace the old with the new and correct. And he believes, as we would say too, when thinking specifically about God, renewing your mind can really only take place through scripture. Let me back that up. Not You, you can renew your mind with rejecting a lie. But if you want to ongoing renew your mind, have a, a mental space that is holistic, God-honoring, you do that through scripture. Okay. I mean, when you say scripture, you mean the Bible, God's the Bible, word. God's word. Okay. God's truth, right? Sometimes there is God's truth that's not necessarily written down in scripture. Does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm saying, so maybe we okay. won't go there. Let's put that in the corner for later. <laughs> yeah, let's go. So when we talk about renewing our mind, Ephesians 4.23 says, Be renewed in your mind. The Amplified Version says, Be made new in the attitude of your mind. Romans 12.2 says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. So what we believe is if you're having a mental struggle, then renewing your mind is a practice that scripture talks about. We wanted to give some just plain, flat, practical advice of what this looks like. Okay. Sounds good. And it's, it's almost like working a muscle. 
Exactly. It takes some time. Over in the beginning, if you go to the gym, like yesterday, I went to the gym and I'm doing some back exercises with free weights mm-hmm. that I've not done before. Mm. And I discovered that my back is weaker in some areas than I anticipated. I did it slowly. It it did not feel very good. But over time, I imagine in the next few weeks, I when I'm consistent on this particular exercise, I'm going to see some difference. So it's kind of like a muscle. Renewing the mind. Gosh, I never thought about that. But that is a great statement that renewing your mind, it is like a muscle. So the first step of renewing your mind is sometimes when you're caught, let's give a, a simple example. You're at work. You've done something wrong. If your tendency is to go, oh my gosh, I'm a loser. How could I have messed that up? I'm probably going to lose my job. Do you see the transition of negative thinking that starts coming in. This is a prime opportunity to renew your mind. So what? Sometimes the first thing you need to do is there is an awareness of negative thinking and stop it. Just stop the negative thinking once you become aware of it. Then ask the Holy Spirit, if you have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, then you are gifted with the Holy Spirit. He lives within you. One of his jobs is to reveal all truth. So if you're sitting at work and you have this thought, I'm such a loser, I'm probably going to get fired. You've recognized, okay, I'm thinking negatively. I need to stop. Now I get to engage with the Holy Spirit. Is this a lie? And wait for him to respond. Chances are when that negativity starts snowballing, there are direct lies that you are now accepting as part of the narrative as true. So once you recognize it, then ask the Holy Spirit to replace it with truth. So no, you're not going to get fired. Just be, pay more attention to what you're doing. Okay. Once you replace that truth, then act on the truth and not the lie anymore. This sounds so simplistic, but oh my goodness, this really, really helps. Is there another scenario, Chris, maybe that pertains to men in general? Well, I want to go back to the example you just shared at work. Yeah. I, I, I messed this up. I did not complete this project. I'm probably going to lose my job. Uh-huh. Um, the truth is, you could say, realize, okay, okay, I may have done a good job. I overlooked something. I made a mistake. Yeah. I'm human. Yeah. So what can I do to make it right? Talk to my supervisor. See what I'm saying? Instead right. of going down the ugly path of it's all about me and I'm the problem. You could be a problem. I'm not saying that's not the case. You could have not done your job, but many times we make mistakes. We have a failure in some way and the enemy will grab a hold of that and snowball it into something so much bigger than it started with. Right. And, and, and that's that first point of just stop. When you recognize the negative thinking of snowballing, stop it. Just stop the negative thinking. You do that by recognizing, okay, I'm going to a bad place, right? And if the Holy Spirit freaks you out, that's okay. I like what you said, Chris. Interject. Okay, wait a minute. Let me assess what's really true here. And then replace those lies with the truth that you've already said. Or give yourself a practical example. I need to pay more attention when I'm, you know, sending this email or whatever. The point is when we let negativity go unchecked, it will snowball. We say it time and time again, but what we feed grows. You feed the negativity, it's going to continue to grow and grow and grow. And I don't want anyone to misunderstand. I believe there is a bigger battle in our minds than most of us even talk about. Sure. All right. If I told you as my wife, all the thoughts and, and battles that are in my mind some days, 
it would probably overwhelm you. <laughs> so when I I've learned now when I have it, I'm able to go wait. That's a lie. But years ago, there were things I did not understand that they were lies. Yeah, and they would defeat me. Right. And you go on the outside, you look fine, Chris. What's going on? There was such a battle inside. Right. So. We're about mentoring. Mm-hmm. And so this is where a mentor can come in with trust that is built over time. Right. And that man or woman can open up and say, these are thoughts inside my head. Yes. These are beliefs that I have. Help me process. Help me divide the two and say, truth, lie, truth, lie. You know, what's so vital here is that when I was younger and I had uh, a mentor in my life. Of course, I've talked about her a gazillion times, but Marty, there were things that I thought about myself or perceived about myself that were so far from the truth, but I didn't recognize it even as a lie. It took her outside opinion to go, now, Christina, you know it's okay to take time for yourself. Or, you know, you know this, the Bible says this. It's okay to think this way. I was just so ingrained into this normal thought pattern I didn't even entertain the idea that it was a lie. That's why a mentor is vital. And I want to also say the older we become, hopefully the more mature we become because of experiences. But if you take a child uh, as an example, we've raised three daughters. When I look back, when our daughters were young, let's say the oldest was maybe five years old, and she came home with a problem. Mm. As an adult, my mind goes, oh, that's not a big deal. It's not a problem. But guess what? For her, it is. Mm -hmm. And so that's inside her mind. So learning as a parent, I had to over time to acknowledge, to respect rather, that that is a big problem for her, a stressor for her. Mm -hmm. Now, as we age, as we uh, grow and mature, some things are not stressors like they were in the past. Right. But if you're a mentor to me and I've got a this this battle on, inside of my head, right. but you've already gone through, through something like that and you realize it's not a, as big as problem as you once thought it was, Right. that you would just listen to me and let me share. And you go, okay, I want to help you walk through this. And at some point you're going to see it feels like a big deal today. Right. It seems overwhelming maybe, but it won't in the future. Right. It's not, oh, that's not a big deal. <laughs> oh gosh, no, that but, goes all through me. But right. I but I did that with our children. Sure. Not even realizing sometimes. Right. So we're, we're focusing on the mental today. As always, we want to give you practical tools. And so during this series, as we take a close up look at the six areas, we want to always give you a role play example. So you can see what this would look like as you're talking with somebody else. So we're going to pretend that you are my mentee. And I am your mentor and we've met for coffee and there is trust, there's relationship built up. And I say, okay, Chris, let's kind of shift gears. Um, We've spent some time catching up. I want to ask you a question. We're going to focus in on your mental component of who you are today. Okay, but let me clarify. Yeah. We are role-playing, Yeah. but I'm not going to pretend with my answers. No, 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 no. That's that's how we are. This is why it's called real life mentoring, right? Yeah. You're going to give us your real answers. Yeah, real answers. I love that. Okay. Whether you like them or can accept them or not, here it is. Okay. Well, let's jump back into the role play. So, Chris, I want you to rate yourself today how you're feeling about where you are in your mental condition from 1 to 10. I'm going to say about a 7. So, 10 would be the the, high, the best, right? right? right okay. Uh-huh. About a 7. Okay. Why did you rate yourself a 7? For the most part, I I'm able to understand and realize when a thought I have is a lie or truth, mm-hmm. um, I process a lot, either with you 
or a trusted friend. Um, I get to do this with guys that I mentor. It helps me a lot. So I'm, I'm constantly, it's like a, uh, the mind is not just saying stuck. Mm-hmm. It's coming. What's inside my mind is coming out of my mouth and it releases it. Yeah. I give myself a seven and not an eight, nine or 10 because I do struggle some days mentally. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, I don't have a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Some people do struggle with that. And that's mm-hmm. a horrible thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. But I realize I can be too negative some days. Mm. I allow outside circumstances mm. to dictate my thinking sometimes. Okay, well, that that's a great leading question to what is your vision for your future in this area of how you think in your mind? Well, because I'm a man of faith and my faith is in, in Jesus Christ, I do have the Holy Spirit of mm-hmm. God living in me. And I realize this. I'm very grateful for it. I focus too much on the external, mm. on the physical things of this world. Mm-hmm. Guys, just like you, I live in reality. Mm-hmm. Okay, I live in this physical body. But there is so much more to our lives than what we just see, yeah. think, and feel. Mm-hmm. There is so much more in the Spirit of God that He has for us. And I want to live more in that mm-hmm. with a mindset. All right, I see this situation there's so much more to it than this. Yeah. So you rated yourself a 10. So that's what you're saying. No, I'd rate myself I mean, a 7. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're a 7. So to get to a 10, you would say that it would be paying less attention to the things that you can see and focusing more on eternal things. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Eternal things, but also living in this in this, in this this world. I was listening to a, a message recently, and, the, and this guy talked about, basically it's foolish for me to get up in the morning and hope there won't be any problems. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't like problems either. But guys, if you look back over your journey, however old you are, you'll realize that is a consistency yeah. in this life. There you are, will have There will be I problems. Mean, problems. Yeah. So what if I wake up and go, okay, God, I'm starting this day. I don't want there to be problems, especially really difficult ones or mm-hmm. painful ones. But I know there will be some problems. Mm-hmm. So help me to not be overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Help me to be ready for it. And one of the ways I can be ready for it is to mentally prepare myself to go, God, you are God. You're in control and you're with me. As I walk through problems, that helps me mentally. Mm -hmm. Wow, great. So what would be a natural, and you maybe have already answered this, what would be a natural next step? You're at a seven now. What would be one step you could take toward a 10? Not to dwell too long, Not, not to dwell at all. Allow a negative thought, obviously it's going to hit my brain or hit my mind, allow it to be there only a short amount of time, Mm. and then put it in its place. Decide it's a lie or it's truth. Mm -hmm. Don't sit there and dwell on it. I have dwelt on mental issues a lot in my life in the Mm. past. Mm -hmm. So don't don't sit and dwell on it because it it gets bigger. And therefore, I, I can get overwhelmed sometimes. Which further illustrates what we feed grows, right? And so when one of these six components today, we're talking about the mental, if you're feeding on negativity, if you're feeding on the what ifs, if you're feeding on things that preoccupy your brain, um, you're going to create some imbalance. As always during this series, we want to leave you with healthy resources because we realize we're, uh, we're talking about a topic that can be very very serious. If you or you know someone who is mentally in crisis, please reach out on their behalf on 
behalf of yourself. We've got some resources. Chris, would you tell us what those are? Just a few resources to consider, guys. You can contact the National Alliance on Mental Illness at 1-800-950-6264. Or you can text the word HELPLINE to the number 62640. There are two podcasts that we've listened to in the past ourselves and have really gained a lot of uh, good information Mm -hmm. on topics such as this. The one is called The Place We Find Ourselves with Adam Young, and the other podcast is Being Known Podcast, and this is with Kurt Thompson. Mm -hmm. And earlier we talked about how the mind impacts the brain chemically. Mm -hmm. This is Dr. Caroline Leaf. Yeah, she's got several books. Any of them are fantastic. Yeah. Anything else before we close? No, that's it. Okay, great. Well, as always, we want to thank you for listening. We know you've got lots of choices, and we hope today's discussion, the second half of the mental component in the six series, has been really helpful to you. Subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a rating and a review. You know what? Do us a favor. If this has been helpful or you think, hey, I think so-and-so would really like to listen to this, share it with friends and family. If you want to help support us, man, would we love that. Just go on to FahrenheitMentoring.org and click the donation tab. As always, Chris and Christina, we thank you for listening to Fahrenheit Real Life Mentoring.